You're listening to an Air Books podcast. Hey guys, it's Aiden of Aiden's Books, and I'm here with Mommy. Welcome to Parenting and Bonding with Children's Books. Our episodes are recorded first via video. For the full experience, check out the video interview on my Facebook page, Aiden's Books. Next, you'll hear Mommy doing the interview. Thanks for listening. Welcome to the Parenting and Bonding with Children's Books podcast. On this podcast, we love to talk to the authors about their books and find out the true intention behind the book. We believe that books are to be used as tools in the home and not just as something to read and just discard, right? Because books are magical and they can help transform the relationships that we have with our children. So Kimberly Davis-Peters is a mother um, of a young black daughter and she realized how children's books lack diversity. And so she wanted a different experience for her own growing up for her daughter, Ellie. And so she utilized a common occurrence for parents as inspiration for her debut children's book, Ellie and the Rainy Day. Hi, Kimberly. Hi, thank you for having me. You're welcome. You know, we loved you when you came off of Cocoa Tea and Honey, so we had to have you back for Ellie and the Rainy Day. Thank you so much. Hi, everyone. (laughs) And so before we officially get started, I would just like to say hello and thank you to one of our sponsors, Teresa Miller from the Single Mom Support Group. Um, Thank you to her. We're now reaching a a new audience um, of moms who are here to join us. And we're hoping that you glean some resources from um, from this hair show and from the author today. Um, So Kimberly, if you could just tell us a little bit about Ellie and a Rainy Day, if you had to give like an elevator pitch of sorts. Absolutely. So um, everyone, this is uh, the book for Ellie and the Rainy Day. And um, I wrote this book. uh, It was my very first book. I wrote it because I did see a lack of diversity. And I wanted to take a very simple story, something that I experienced as a parent. And I'm sure as parents, we all have at some point stuck in the house on a rainy day. So in this book, Ellie is really um, excited to play outside when she wakes up. And she is unable to because it's a rainy day and she gets very flustered and upset. She thinks her day is ruined and her mother steps in and, you know, helps guide her throughout the day and finding some other things that she can do to have fun. So it's a really great book about overcoming obstacles, finding alternatives. Um, And I think it's really important for children to understand that, you're not always going to get your way. Um, but what do you do with that? Right. How do you find a rainbow in a rainy day, so to speak? So if you're new to us, then you have not heard me talk about virtual schooling and all the craziness <laughs> that it took me through, um, that it took so many of us through um, this past year. And so, you know, oftentimes we found ourselves in like a dilemma because our kids are home when they're not usually home. And they're often saying, we were talking about this, Kimberly, before we hopped on, they're often saying, I'm bored, I'm bored, I'm bored, right? And I'm looking around and I'm like, you have toys, crayons, colored pencils, (laughs) 
action figures and you're telling me, you know, that you're bored. Mm -hmm. And one day I had to say to him, you know, I was looking at like a a day full of meetings for work and he was off of school that day for some reason. And I was just like, look, kid, like you're in charge of your own boredom. Like mommy is not in charge of that. You have to get creative and find something to do. And when I read your book, um, that's just what it reminded me of. Because although if you read the book, like mom is with Ellie in the beginning, right? And she's playing with her. But there comes a point where mommy has to go, like she well, she's making lunch, right? Yep. Mommy has to go make lunch. And Ellie has to get creative and find something to do on her own. Mm-hmm. And I just love, you know, how we see them going throughout the day, doing all these different things. And it gives any kid who's reading it ideas of things that they can do, not only on a rainy day, but just any day using the resources that they have right around them. Yeah, it's funny you say that because that's not even something that I picked up on uh, in the book until after the fact. But I'm also uh, my little girl just turned five. And so I'm also going through that period of of boredom. And and you and I talked about this. I think as as parents, especially mothers, we we carry so much and we want to be super mom. So for me, you know, when I hear I'm bored, I'm scrambling to find, you know, that next thing for her to do a book, a puzzle, you know, coloring, whatever it is. I feel like it's my responsibility to keep her entertained and you know, I've been reading material that that does say that, you know, being bored is not necessarily a bad thing because it does spark creativity. And so even myself, I'm having those moments now with my little one and saying, find something to do, you know, and I'm struggling of not feeling guilty about that. But when you're bored, you know, kids become very creative. You know, my little girl plays with boxes or, you know, she'll go get a stack of books or, you know, she'll start putting a puzzle together. And just to see her kind of pivot um, into taking control of her own boredom, as you say, is is just amazing to watch her grow in that way. That is amazing. And I was telling you before, Aiden gets creative and he likes to use all the printer paper in the house. Take one piece of printer paper and draw one line on it, throw it away and take another piece of paper. And I'm like, all these things you have around you and you just want to waste <laughs> mommy's, <laughs> mommy's printer paper. Yes. Yeah, so it's a good message about, you know, children having one perspective in this instance. You know, Ellie really thought, you know, her day was ruined um, because it was raining outside. And at the end of the day, considering all the fun she had. Um, she decided that rainy days can be fun. So sometimes um, with our children's attitude, you know, pivoting, finding, you know, ways that they can find alternatives or overcoming obstacles, it changes perspective. And I think it really teaches children that when you, you know, when you come up against an obstacle, don't give up, you know, don't throw your hands up and say, my day is ruined. Um, really think about it and, and figure out what what can we do. So it's a good uh, problem solving book as well. I've come across. Uh, well, first of all, your book. I love. I have my copy here, you guys. So I love the colors because it's kind of like a, like the colors are kind of mellow but still bright. Mm-hmm. And it's like you go through a whole day of excitement and creativity, but it's still also 
if you um, all do all your reading at bedtime, it's still also the perfect bedtime book. The way that it winds down, like it starts in the beginning of the day, it goes through the course of the day, and then you have her laying down like she showed us for bed. And as you can see, the colors are very bright, but they're also mellow, as I said before, and it'll help, you know, to, to wind your child down as you're reading um, throughout the book. And I do. And if you guys can see what she was talking about, if you can see Ellie's hair, very high textured <laughs> and it's big. And so the fact that she has, I have a similar like huge bonnet to try to capture all the hair on my head when I lay down. So I just love yeah. that whole, <laughs> that whole scene with the bonnet and her mom. And then in the back of the book, you have um, a message to the reader. And I love that. And it also gives you guys some information um, to sign up for her reader list for special notifications. So can you tell us about your illustrator? Because we talked about like the colors and her hair and things like that. How'd you find your illustrator? Yeah, I found my illustrator on Fiverr, actually. Um, so this was a new experience for me because, like I said, it was my first book. So it was my first experience even finding an illustrator. And um, I was very, very fortunate um, to find Jasmine Mills and, you know, looking at some of her work, her work was just gorgeous and sending her over uh, the text and the content for the book. Um, now, since I've done other books, what I've realized is I've just been very fortunate in this experience because there was such a synergy in me sharing the content with her and her just instantly getting it. Um, I love what you said about the colors for the book because I was a little bit, I was a little worried because we're talking about a rainy day. So you have that kind of drab, you know, grays and, and dark blues and such. And I was worried about how we would be able to bring the illustrations to life and make them colorful. And so I feel like Jasmine did a really wonderful job in doing that, you know, like my favorite page with the, the umbrellas. Uh, making those very colorful and things like that. So it was a really great experience, really great experience. I look forward to working with her um, sometime in the future because I'm thinking about possibly um, creating uh, more books specifically with Ellie in them. Um, so yeah, I look forward to working with her, but um, it was a great experience. I, I didn't know going into it what I was even looking for, um, for an illustrator. I didn't know about textures and, you know, I, I didn't know kind of the, um, the right words to explain what I was looking for, but, um, you know, she's a professional and she was able to ask the right questions and she didn't really need much from me um, before creating the illustrations. I did send her some photos. Um, I think it was one or two, um, just of my little girl because, the, you know, Ellie is inspired uh, from her. And she created Ellie from that. What I was really amazed at is the fact that um, when it comes to mommy, so many people have said, oh, my gosh, that looks like a lot like you. And I never sent her a picture of me. And so I thought that was really funny. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, she did a wonderful job, wonderful job. And that's because that's not my wheelhouse illustration. I mean, I can draw a stick figure. And that's it. Um, but I, I get really worried at the illustration point because you're handing your, your work off to someone and you're expecting them to bring it to life. And so for me, that's always like me sitting, you know, 
with my fingers crossed and just hoping, you know, that the the right things happen for the story to come to life because I can have a really great story, but it just doesn't do the same. If, you know, it doesn't bring the message across, I should say, if the illustrations um, can't carry that message home. So it was a great experience. Yeah, she really did a wonderful job. And it's so interesting to hear different author journeys and to hear like some people come on and they say when they find an illustrator, they're like, don't use Fiverr. But there are so many authors that have come on the show that have used Fiverr that have had excellent experiences. And I really in love, I really love the illustrations um, in your book. And if you guys didn't catch that, Ellie is based on your daughter who's five, correct? Yeah, yep. she's five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's lovely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, you know, um, to be honest with you, I this was my first experience with an illustrator on Fiverr. And I only did that because of, you know, budget restraints. I'm sorry, my connection. It's raining here. Um, So it's a rainy day. It is a rainy day. (laughs) I don't mind because that means I don't have to water my flowers. So thank goodness for that. Got to. You keep a garden? I do. That's one of the things in the pandemic that, and I've not ever been an earthy person by any means, but during the pandemic, that's one of the things that I have picked up and, and really come to love is putting something in the ground and just watching it grow. And that's another reason why it's so important for us to encourage our children to learn how to have alone time and learn how to um, keep themselves entertained within reason and and safe still in our provision. You know what I mean? Because it gives us time as well to do the things that we love. Because while you're in the garden and that's giving you peace of mind, Ellie could be playing with a soccer ball in the yard, you know, at the same time and not, because I know when I used to go to, it was like, we go to the park all the time. But he would not play without me. So it's like, mom, mm-hmm. come get on the slide. Mom, come climb the jungle gym. And I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> Every <laughs> once in a while, I go with him. But I'm like, you have to learn how to just have fun on the equipment on your own without mm-hmm. expecting for mommy to come with you. And then you also need to learn, and I need to help guide you to learn how to make friends in an appropriate way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And and my my little one is a, you know, she's an only child. So I think when she goes to to daycare, there's a lot of children there, obviously. So she's playing all day. She's used to playing with someone. So she tends to struggle when she comes home to find something to do because she's been, you know, playing with someone all day. So that's also for for the only children out there and parents with one little one that can sometimes be tough. Yeah, because very young, even we start to recognize like the introvert and extrovert in our children. And Aiden is definitely an extrovert and I'm an introvert. So <laughs> what about you? Is Ellie like she needs to be around people? Um, She has her moments. You know, if she when she's meeting new people, she's very much an introvert. But okay. once she knows you. She's an extrovert. And I think I'm very similar in that in that same way. The people in my in my circle would definitely call me an extrovert for sure. Okay. You're freezing up a little bit. So Kimberly said that she's the people in her circle would call her an extrovert. My friends call me an extrovert as well because I'm here on video. 
but the only <laughs> the only reason why I'm doing these podcasts is because I just love to meet the authors and learn about their journeys and introduce parents to these wonderful books. Because I feel like there are books, you know, where said books in like the library and the bookstore and things like that. But there's just so many of them. Like you can get lost in the sea of books. Mm-hmm. And if it weren't for like, I think platforms like this and other great like bookstagrams and um, yeah. other platforms and podcasts, we would never learn about some of these books. So I'm yeah. just really excited about picture books and I'll forever be uh, a, a huge advocate of the read aloud. So that's why we're here. I'm going to give you guys the information to find Kimberly on Instagram since I mentioned it. So you can find her at Ellie's Bookshop. Yes, and then her please website. Follow, please follow me because I have a couple of, I actually have two projects. Um, one I'm just wrapping up and one that's kind of in the middle. Um, so please, you know, follow me. And um, I look forward to sharing more with you guys. I'm really excited. I just wanted to share going back to the illustrations. Um, I've had good and bad experiences on Fiverr. Um, this, you know, book I, again was very fortunate. It just the synergy was great. But even on Instagram, I follow a lot of uh, illustrators there, and I've had good and bad experiences. You know, so I wouldn't necessarily, um, you know, base good work, bad work, good experience, bad experience on the platform. I think it all depends on the person. One of the things I did learn is I probably would take more time to get to know the illustrator. Um, I probably would require at this point some type of face-to-face via video because it's important to me that someone isn't just looking for money to complete a project. I really need them to be invested in the project and what I'm trying to get across because if they're as I don't expect them to be as passionate as I am, of course, but if they are, if they get it and they have an understanding of what we're trying to bring through, I think that does come through in the work. There are a lot of parents in this group and there may be an authors. I see a couple in the comments that are that are watching now that have had their own experiences. Feel free to share them in the comments if you use Fiverr or something similar. And I'm saying this because I know a lot of parents have stories that might be inside of them that they don't think that they can tell, right? But there are so many authors that are in the group. If you're not in the group, check us out, Aiden's Books, um, that are in the group and um, that maybe during a pandemic, they were like, let me write this story. You know what I mean? And so just start mm-hmm. where you are. If there is a story that you want to get out there in the form of a, a children's book or a picture book, the same thing, children's book, picture book, um, start where you are. Use the resources that you have. And there are so many great people in so many great groups and people in our group as well that will help you to get your story out there. So don't hesitate um, and use the resources that you have. Is there anything else that you wanted to share about your book? Uh, please support, you know, uh, my little girl, please support Ellie in the rainy day. My little girl, uh, she calls it her book. She gets super excited, uh, when, you know, she's been at, uh, vendor events and she happened to pop up with her dad and it was, you know, the most amazing thing. And as I'm talking to parents and children, you know, she's like, this is my book. And she's like running around the place. So for me, and the reason I say, you know, please support, I think number one, it's so important. Um, a lot of us, you know, I don't say um, self-publish. I, I don't 
prefer that word. I like independent um, author because just, you know, kind of the perspective that comes with self-publishing. But, um, you know, a lot of independent authors like me, we're doing this, you know, it's a, a labor of love. We're doing this out of our own pockets. Um, and so I would say not only myself, but please make sure that you're supporting independent authors. There are so many out there that are just as passionate um, as I am. But the other thing, um, I think that children deserve to see themselves in a book and in mainstream publishing. Unfortunately, um, we make up like 10% or, or less as far as African-American um, parents. So I would encourage all parents um, to please make sure when you look at your children, your children or your child's bookshelf, make sure that is a diverse place. Make sure that it represents the beautiful diversity that we have in the world. And, um, you know, if you are looking for great books to diversify your bookshelf, Aiden's Books is a great place to get uh, get those resources as well. But um, I'm just thankful to be here and thank you guys for listening. Um, I do this, number one, because I'm passionate about uh, representing, you know, um, in this space, but then also I want to show my little girl that, um, you know, if you see something, if you see a gap that, you know, you can fill that gap. And, you know, I started out, I was not uh, an author by any means. I had a writing background, but I've just fell in love with becoming a children's author. And so, Thank you for listening and thank you for watching. If you buy the book, I hope you enjoy it. Um, please feel free to reach out to me, follow me. Um, I do personally sign the books as well. So thank you again. And thank you for having me. And before we drop off, you do workshops or you work with somebody that does workshops as well, which is another good reason to be on her mailing list and to be following because we signed up for a wonderful workshop that she did where we received a copy of her book and also a, a cookie decorating kit that mm -hmm. Aiden like loved. And I, I ate the cookies because Aiden only eats the icing. But it was wonderful, um, you know, to receive that kit and have the book and have an activity around the book. So thank you for doing that. Mm -hmm. um, and so just thank you, everybody, again. If you hopped on, I'll be checking the comments afterwards because if you didn't activate StreamYard, it won't always show um, who is commenting. So thank you for everybody that hopped on. If you're going to catch the replay, let us know that you were here. And if you're here right now, just say hello and thank you for joining. And everybody have a wonderful night. Bye.